Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into the Gigam 24-7 Sports Podcast. I am Andrew Hattersley, joined by Brian Peroni. I think we've reached one of fans' favorite weeks of the year, favorite weekends coming up. The Texas A&M pool party will take place on Saturday. This has kind of turned into legendary status over the last couple of years, the momentum that A&M's been able to uh, kind of get coming out of the weekends. How, how are you doing, and uh, what are kind of your thoughts on, on leading into this weekend? Oh yeah, I mean this has been a uh, this has been a big one. Um, I was about to say I, I'm looking up now. I was like, who's the number two player in the country? Right, they're the ones we always joke about, and they end up showing up like Walter Nolan. And why am I blanking on the QB's name? The right? last the last last year we joked about him. Then Malachi Nelson, yeah, Malachi did Nelson end up, did, did end up showing up. So. We'll see if uh, it looks like Ohio State receiver commit Jeremiah Smith from. Uh, <laughs> South Florida. We'll see if we'll see if he shows up. I don't think he's supposed to, but yeah, I don't think he's ex- he's expected to. But he's been to A and M in the past, uh, so you know, if if he shows up, that'll be three years in a row that you've got nailed the the number. Two <laughs> yeah, the top. Yeah, no, uh, but I mean, this is going to be a good one. I mean, we have you know, you and I have a visitor list out if people want to go to yeah. uh, com. Uh, we got a visitor list out, but there are eight, potentially nine, five stars on there, which is it's absolutely ridiculous. loaded. I mean, every school in the country is having a recruiting event this week or weekend because, uh, you know, there's in a whole two month period, it's only one week that's not a dead period. So every every school in the country is having something. The fact that A&M is getting that many on campus, like when every school in the country is trying to get them on campus. I mean, that that's a, I mean, that that's a testament to to how well they're recruiting right now. No doubt, and it, the, you mentioned it. This is, you know, you only got a week right before um, left in the summer to be able to get visitors on campus, and so everybody's kind of jockeying for these these couple weekends. Now Texas is doing some stuff earlier in the week. LSU is doing their event on Friday, and I think that does actually work out well for A and M. That guys might be able to go do that LSU event and then yeah. make the stop over to. Texas A&M the next day, and and that could be the case for Colin Simmons and and Caden Durham. Uh, those are two guys we're kind of tracking that have talked about their interest about being able to make it over to the Texas A&M pool party. Um, it would be big to get both of those Duncanville standouts. Obviously, Colin Simmons is one of the top edge rushers in the country. Yeah. Uh, running back wise, Caden Durham's a, a a pretty significant target at the, at this point, and missed out on Longview running back Taylor Tatum, who committed to Oklahoma. Uh, just kind of looking at Durham and looking at Nate Frazier is another guy that's kind of mulling if he is going to go anywhere this weekend. Talked about modern day is uh, got practices underway. You know, there's a little bit of concern on the board about the running back position yeah. and, and, and that room. 
where do you where does your concern kind of lie in terms of targets on on that front? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a legitimate concern. Um, it's less concerning because of the talent they have on campus. I mean, you got Ruben yeah. Owens, who's going to be a true freshman. And really, the state of Texas produces so many uh, good running backs. There are some others, you know, in the state that they could try to get back in on, you know, Kedron Young from Lufkin. Uh, maybe, yeah, Nate, who's committed to Notre Dame, Nate Palmer, uh, who started his career at College Station, uh, is committed to TCU, you know. Guys like that who are four stars, you know, they may they may try to jump in on. But, you know, right now it does look like Nate Frazier is, is probably headed to UGA. And it wouldn't be a shock to see Caden Durham join Taylor Tatum at Oklahoma. You're seeing that a lot now with running backs. Not yeah. just not having a problem in another class uh, with the top running back, but but sort of looking, uh, seeking that out so they can uh, share carries. Because we're seeing in the NFL with Saquon Barkley um, – Right now, and Josh Jacobs, you know, running backs don't get paid as much as others, and their shelf life is a lot shorter in the NFL. So, yep. if they can save some wear and tear on their bodies, uh, you know, they're okay doing it. Players, they don't need to run for, you know, 2,000 yards a year in college. They don't really have that goal. The goal is the NFL. So, uh, they have no problem platooning. So, it's not a big deal for for Caden Durham that, that Taylor Tatum committed to Oklahoma. I know people are going to ask that. So, um, A&M might have to go back to the drawing board a bit at the running board, running back position. But, you know, the good news, like I said, is that there are quite a few good players out there. They are. And for me, one of the things is when you look at the history of A&M, right, and, and, and you look at what Jimbo Fisher's been able to do since he arrived in College Station, they've signed a a top 100 running back just about every single year. And the other one, and the last time they didn't was C.J. Spiller, or Isaiah Spiller, sorry, and he he ended up, being pretty darn good. And so you look at that and, and, you know, that history of being able to sign running backs, they've, they've, they've been able to find some good ones. And, you know, there's been times that even last cycle was, was, well, where ain't it, where's A&M going to go at running back after Ruben Owens committed to Louisville and they're able to flip him late. So there's still a lot of time to go on that front. Um, right now, I would say that I, I think there is, you know, reason to be at least concerned or, or worried about where they're going to go. But, I think they've still got plenty of time to figure it out. And and that's one of the few positions that really, really they they have question marks at, that and cornerback. And and it's going to be a big weekend at cornerback too. Uh, Terry Bussey is obviously the top target at that position, but Kobe Black is another one out of Waco Connolly. Um, we reported on Tuesday is expected to make it in this weekend. Um, what do you think, what do you think are kind of the stakes for this weekend when it comes to Kobe Black and, uh, what are your overall thoughts on the on the quarterback room? Yeah, Kobe Black plays things closer to the vest than just about any recruit yeah. um, that I've covered in, in you know last couple of years. Uh, I know that Texas was feeling not not comfortable or, or great, you know, but sort of optimistic about where they stood and and probably is in good shape. But getting him on campus is huge, especially an event like this that has caused a lot of momentum shift. I mean, just going back to two years ago, I mean. Bryce Anderson was a whole, you know, A&M Texas battle until he went to both pool parties mm-hmm. in this week. And, you know, that was really what cemented him, uh, you know, as an Aggie. So I think you'll see that with more guys. I mean, it, I, I think Terry Bussey, I've got a crystal ball pick in for A&M. I think it's only a matter of time before he ends up in Aggie. Could it be this weekend? You know, possibly. I think that would be huge. And having him on board, I think, would help with momentum with another guy, with a guy like Kobe Black. I mean, I don't think Black is ready to shut it down, but uh, – but, you know, you at least get them on campus I, and get them, you know, possibly momentum, get them thinking about that because, you know, uh, Bussy and then you'll have uh, Miles Davis and Jordan Pride will be in town, other, you know, DB commits. So, you know, they'll be they'll be all over recruiting them, too. 
for me, the coming out of this Kobe Black week and what would be a success. And obviously, I think A&M kind of isn't the school that maybe gets mentioned as much as it probably should when it comes to Kobe Black. But if you think about it, he was in town for a junior day in January. He came back in June for an, a quick unofficial visit. Yeah. Now he's coming back in uh, at the end of at, at the end of July for another unofficial visit, and he was at a camp last summer. That's four unofficial visits that he's made to A and yeah. I think A and M certainly should maybe be talked about a little bit more than they than they should. But I think a a, a successful weekend for A and M would be he cut here. He does make it to campus, makes it through the weekend, and then starts looking towards maybe scheduling an official visit yeah, for sure. uh, in the fall. Maybe that Alabama game would be obviously a good good opportunity and one that I know a lot of guys are kind of looking at. And so uh, when it comes to Kobe Black, I think, you know, a obviously Texas is a school that um, has had a lot of the buzz for him lately. Can't rule out Alabama, can't rule out Ohio State. Um, and, and, you know, I think LSU is also in the mix there. Oklahoma is one that he took an official visit to in June. So – uh, I think there's still some runway left to go in that recruitment as well. So going to look at also after a quick break, we're going to look at the 2025 names and, and talk a little more about that, that momentum factor um, to coming out of this weekend and, and what A&M might be able to gain. So stick with us and we'll be right back after a quick break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back into the Gigum 24-7 Sports Podcast. I am Andrew Hattersley, joined by Brian Peroni. Brian, we talked about the 2024 list before the break. 2025 is almost just as impressive in terms of some of the guys that are expected to be on campus. Dorian Brew is one. Uh, he's out, out of Ohio, but a guy that has ties to the state of Texas, um, used to live in Texas, and uh, is a five-star on the composite at cornerback. Uh, Dejan Petaway is in Sanford, who's currently on campus. Uh, Katie Pato, cornerback, and also Devin uh, Sanchez. I mean, yeah, Devin Sanchez. And you, sure. That's yeah, a, if if people are paying attention, that is four or five star cornerbacks. You know, a position that we were talking yep. about is a bit of a concern because there aren't any in the deal. But that's four or five star cornerbacks, and then you have, like you said, Dejan Petaway, who is a top one hundred cornerback. In that class, maybe even top fifty, if you you know, depending on what rankings. Um, yeah. And then I think uh, then jo- actually, you know what? We're using the composite Jabori Antoine's another five star from uh, yep. from uh, New Iberia Westgate. So that is you know five five star cornerbacks, and then another 
another uh, top one, top 50 guy. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty good. You know, Devin Sanchez really likes A&M. He also likes Alabama and Ohio state and is looking at some others, but you know, he listed those yeah. three as top one. So he was supposed to be in Columbus this weekend. So getting him to college station instead, you know, is already a win. He'll probably visit Ohio state during the season, but it never hurts to get him back because um, surprisingly uh, that camp this summer that we were at, was, I think the final day of camp was his yes. first time ever in college station. So getting him back and, and familiar, you know, is and you know, just, because it's a quick drive from Houston is, is a big deal. And I think this is a chance for the AM staff to really set themselves up nicely for 2025 in that class. It's still early, but that's a that's a really, really strong group, especially in state of, of cornerbacks and AM's getting uh, quite a few of them on campus this weekend. And then you've got a guy like Kelvion Riggins, South Oak Cliff linebacker, who was on campus in June, is expected to be back uh, this this weekend as well. Feels like every time there's a big weekend, Kelvin Riggins is 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 always there. Oh yeah, and he 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 um, he definitely loves it down at A and M. Has grown close with this coaching staff and um, is a guy they've continued to make a priority and and is really really close with Ohio State's another school definitely in the mix there. Um, but he just continues to show, you know, a ton of interest in Texas A and M. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's a guy that, uh, yeah, that really, really does like A&M. He's been there a ton. He's got a teammate, you know, an old teammate at A&M, Javon mm-hmm. Thomas, who's, you know, been talking well. So, yeah, I think that's a big, uh, you know, that that's a big one in that class. You look at a couple others. I mean, Landon Rink, yeah, his dad played at Texas. Um, it may be hard to beat Texas out because obviously he's grown up, you know, rooting for the Longhorns, but he's a guy A&M really likes, and this is yet another trip for him. He's taken, you know, a number of them. Uh, to A&M and he, he's just down the road at Cy Fair. I mean, Keati Armstrong, uh, he can play tight end or defensive end. I mean, he worked out at tight end at camp, but his defensive end film is also really good. And he's a teammate of Ty Anthony Smith. So, you know, that that's another real big one. And, and you know, maybe if you could get him on the board early, that would be real big for, for momentum. He's not going to be like the vocal leader of the class because he's, you know, a quieter kid, but, you know, it'll show that A&M's serious about that 25 class as well. Super athletic. We saw him going through tight end drills and just, you know, what he was able to do. And in, in, right. he in looks like an NFL guy, like off the He bus. does. Yeah. As soon as he walks in, you kind of have that look of, okay, well, who's that guy? We, you know, and, and, and we need to get to know him. And obviously, Gary Armstrong, um, you know, kind of checks all the boxes. Uh, and then, you know, switching back to 2024, another important visitor you got a chance to catch up with, and there's a story over on the site I encourage people to check out, is Jelani Watkins. He's a guy that uh, maintains a bit more quiet of a recruitment, would say. Uh, you know, I think he, I think he's only taken one L, one official to LSU. That came in June. But Texas A&M's definitely still in the mix there. And and one of the questions, I think, is with Ernest Campbell in the class now, Refugio, um speedster where does jelani watkins kind of fit into that mix and and you got a chance to talk to him what did what did he have to say about texas a&m yeah so i mean he you know it obviously could change if schools come in and press really hard but right now it's it's pretty much down to a&m and lsu yeah uh there was some thought that he would have been committed to lsu already you know he didn't do so on his official last month i think if a&m does push they could they could end up with him and you know i would say yeah they already have their slot guy Ernest campbell but what they've shown is that uh they want speed. They want speed on the roster. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Campbell and Jelani Watkins are two of the fastest guys, not only in the state, but but in the country. So I could see them, you know, possibly getting him. He's a little thicker than Campbell. He can 
you know, they talked to him about getting the ball in sweeps, you know, jet sweeps and things like that. Um, you know, I think, I think he can do that well. And he's a dynamic weapon and there's not that 25 man signing limit anymore. And the, the senior and junior classes are going to lose some guys. So, you know, do you end up, you know, take him and take, you know, a lot of receivers, including two slots? Uh, it's possible. Um, you know, he could be a guy to watch if they if they do end up pushing. Yeah, with the numbers limit, I think you're less kind of restricted. If there's a guy that you really like and you feel like he's able to contribute, I think you'd go ahead and take him. I'm with you. From what I've kind of gathered, his name seems to be surfacing a little more and more over the course of the month. Yeah. And, and when you start talking to people at A&M, uh, starts to be mentioned a little more. The fact that he's going to make it on campus is a significant deal. And then, you know, the good news, obviously, for A&M fans is Cameron Coleman confirmed with us that he plans to be back in town as well. That'll be the first time since his big July 4th commitment to Texas A&M. Um, and, and getting him back on campus, getting him around the staff uh, is a big deal. He, he obviously loves it at A&M and, and has made that very, very clear. So, uh, you know, really, really good to get him back on campus. Uh, the final one, I know this is kind of the one that everybody's going to kind of ask and, and kind of get him up. And we, you know, I know everybody kind of looks at, at commitments and results and, and that coming out of this weekend. And it's going to be an interesting storyline to follow because I think there are a couple guys that are kind of close. But uh, what do you think? Do you think A&M has a chance to really, you know, have some momentum coming out of this weekend as they start going towards the fall? Or what, where do you kind of stand on that? Uh, I mean, I we've seen who was it, Miles Davis. You know, A and M. He was going to wait to commit um, and to commit publicly until uh, August. A and M wanted him to do it, so I could see them trying to talk somebody into you know maybe doing it early. So you know, Terry Bussey, I would not. Uh, you know, I even if he doesn't commit this weekend, I still would say A and M is the leader by quite a bit coming out. Uh, you know, coming out of it, but I could see them trying to do that and then maybe trying to get a guy like Keati Armstrong or know somebody else in, in that class so uh if there's not a commitment i wouldn't say it's a bust or anything like that because i mean you've got nine or ten five stars on campus but uh yeah. but i i do think there's a you know good chance they end up with uh, you know one or two for, like yeah. specifically from the weekend for me if they can get blake ivy on campus as well that's yeah. another guy that we're we're following closely on on whether he makes it into town uh there's and i've said this with terry bussy quite a bit that any school in the country would love to get him committed and in the summer because it'll mean a lot in terms of commitment or in terms of momentum and, and what he's able to do um, and the number of guys he's he's kind of connected to in the class. Yeah. Um, that's a guy that would get everybody's attention. And so um, I do think A&M has a chance to kind of set themselves up well for the fall. But I also think, you know, they're in they're in a kind of a better spot this year than they were at this time last year, they've got 18 commitments in the class. And so, you know, they're, there's there's not a ton of guys right there. A lot of there's going to be guys that are going to opt to wait until later in the fall, no doubt. And and so I think if, if this weekend's going to be a success, if they can get guys like Caden Durham back on campus, get Colin Simmons back on campus, that's really important. Blake Ivey, obviously, as well. Yeah. Uh, Micah Hudson's a name that we're, we're certainly tracking and, you know, I think well, if, he, if he shows up this weekend, that's big. And that'll show A&M has a lot of yeah. momentum and serious about him because everybody thinks he's going to, you know, he's going to end up at tech. He's supposed to go to tech this weekend. They're expecting him, but he's one of those yeah. guys. He could, you know, there's that chance that he shows up at A&M. If he does uh, watch out for him as a legitimate target. 
yeah so those are kind of the kind of some of the big storylines that we're following and and as i've always said with michael hudson you know you can't really speak in definitives because he's yeah. going to make up his mind late he's going to keep people guessing a little yeah. bit and so um always got to kind of caveat that one and so um it's going to be interesting to see what what he kind of does but uh what you should do is be locked in on the gigum 24 7 site we're going to have you covered with visit reactions, visit recaps, uh, previews to come over the next couple of days and uh, continue to add to that visitor list. I'm, I, there's a lot of names we're still checking with that are finalizing their plans. And so uh, you definitely want to be locked in over at Gigum 24-7 for, for all the latest. And if you like these videos, be sure to hit a like and share button um, and subscribe to the channel. Um, same on Spotify and iTunes if you're listening on there. Thanks again for joining us. Enjoy this weekend. It'll be a lot of fun. It's it's recruiting season, and then you know next week things kind of football season. It goes We're right under, from recruiting season. Yep, we turn right to to fall camp, which is uh, gets underway next week, and media day is coming around the corner on that front. The the A and M media day from that standpoint, and so uh, a lot of fun stuff and a, a lot of and a great time to be on the site. So uh, enjoy the rest of your week, and and we'll see you guys soon.